I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junkside Mafia podcast, round 13, 2019. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who furiously walked out of the premiere of the film Rocket Man. It's Adam Rosenbach. Uh, g'day, Michael. You know, I I look, I love going to the movies. I do I, love it. I get my big bucket of popcorn. I get my big Coke. You know, I've spent, I'm happy to, because I'm doing very well, I'm happy to pay for both. We were talking things. about the Goodsey film the other day. You loved it. Yeah, it was great. Um, so I go to see Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. Not one mention of his whole career at Hawthorne or the Brisbane Bears. Yep. They didn't even talk about his coaching career, like Swans, Bulldogs, Suns. That didn't come up. He was even like the overseer at Collingwood for a little while. None of that was mentioned. Some guy singing songs that I'd never heard of. Bloody disgrace. Were they team songs? Were they in, at least in a huddle? No, Were they were Gatorade going around? No, no Gatorade Bukakis at all. I was disgraced. Like, if you're going to do a movie about Rocket, then have the man... Have the man think he didn't even look like him. Yeah. He had this weird wig on. Rocket never had a wig. Pay proper respect to the man, surely. Yeah. I was disappointed, mate, so I stormed out. Hey, uh, we're going to bring on a very special guest. Yes. Hey, he hasn't joined us for a while. St Kilda fan, Paul Collegia. How are you, man? Yeah, great. Great to be here, guys. Yeah. Big win by the Saints. Ah, uh, celebrating that win all night, I was. That four-point falling over, falling over the line against the Gold Coast. Who Mate, you've, you've done that twice this year. Uh, it's just, there's just no joy in watching those games. Like, they, you know, it's excruciating, to be honest. So Kilda's done the hard yards too. You're in Shanghai and then you're in Townsville. Yeah. Well, they say we're in Shanghai. I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist. It's, I think it's like the moon landing. I think they faked that whole game. I think it was somewhere in Gippsland. That they, <laughs> they <filmed> it. <laughs> it was a very pretty, uh, pretty ground at Townsville. Well, it had a nice background, didn't it? Did, it did, didn't it? You yeah. could see the hinterland in the background. Yeah, it looked like a fun place to go. Do you ever think about going up there to no, watch a never, game? never, never. But it's weird watching games at those venues because they don't feel like real AFL games. It felt, it looked, it looked, it's know. got the JLT feel to yeah, it, doesn't it? Yeah, and it looks like a practice match. And the standard of the game <laughs> just reinforced that, I think. It but, wasn't, wasn't a great game. But you did come back from about 30-odd points down. Got to yeah, be happy yeah. with that. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm, you know, Happy-ish. Reflecting, oh, on, it to, reflecting on it today, I'm, <laughs> I'm very happy. I'm happy. I'll take that. Do you think Rich will be your coach next year? Um, yeah, I think he I think he might just survive. I mean, we're one, we're one game out, out of the eight. Yeah, you're knocking, the, knocking on the door. Yeah. yeah. Even, though our, even though our odds for the premiership are still 501 to 1. I'd get on that. Uh, and we're <laughs> if you get Hanabry in... Anything yeah, right. could happen. Yeah. Well, then the odds will come down, obviously. <laughs> but um, I think we're even. We're, I think you can get eleven to one for us to make the eight, and we're one game out of the eight. And we've got like, we've got. I reckon we've got at least six or seven winnable games in the last ten. You're not making the eight, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I wouldn't waste that. I wouldn't waste that money if I was you. Just, I just needed a little bit of support, boys. But, um, <laughs> what about Shanghai? I love, I love the re- reality check. Do you um? Do you like the idea that they're going to Shanghai? I love it. Shanghai Towns will take our games as far away from me as possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, look, it's. Well, I can't believe we spent months and months training in a heat, 
you know, yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah, did, yeah. didn't you? To, in so preparation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, to go over there and get done by 70 points, you know? Yeah. Well, and also, work. what they should have done, is, as well as, you know, training in the heat room, is giving them, like, fucking dodgy water. Yeah. You know, giving them, getting them used oh, to... Oh, get them prepared for the food poisoning. Yeah, yeah. have them get... <laughs> if, you, if you go over there, you're like, oh, fuck, this is nothing to what we gave ourselves <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. back in Melbourne, those prawns we ate. <laughs> Do we know why they got sick yet? Do we know... I think it was water. Uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Is Shanghai water dodgy? I... You know what? I think every country's water is dodgy except okay. for ours. Yeah, sure. You I know re- in Thailand they're always like, "I oh, don't drink the water there." But when I'm in the shower, my mouth's just open all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I remember just catching it, spitting it back out, and I'm like, yeah. oh, "Fuck, I shouldn't be doing this." I remember in Bali for that wedding a few years ago that we all went to, yeah. and uh, I just absentmindedly started cleaning my teeth, and I was like, <laughs> just yeah. trying to get rid of it. But we got crooked, didn't we? We both got crooked, and we, we got we got sick on. I got sick on New Year's Eve. You remember that, Kaleji? I remember that very well. Yes. And uh, the worst thing was that the fireworks started about one in the afternoon. The dogs were going ballistic, so it was like twelve hours of hell. Yeah, I think <laughs> we shared a salad. And we both got we both got the barley belly. Yes, no, because remember we got uh, we bought burgers and they had like lettuce in them. Yeah, and gotcha. And there was I remember I when I got to the reception because everyone said don't drink the water when you get there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this is a travel show. This getaway with uh, <laughs> yeah, But I remember they they gave me a commemorative drink. Some kind of fruity drink. I don't okay. know really what it was. Yeah. And they're like, drink, drink. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll, I'll get onto it. And they're like, no, drink, drink, drink. And I'm like, <laughs> well, well, I'll drink it in my room. <laughs> and they're like, drink, drink. And I'm like, pour it out the water. Anyway. Well, I, I didn't get sick because I listened to all the warnings as opposed to you guys. Yeah, that's yeah. good uh, It's good thinking. Just stick yeah. to the bin tank, mate. Yes. Can't go bloody wrong. You can't. I was showering in bin tank. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I didn't want any water going through my, the pores of my skin. Uh, quick question. How much of a low dog is Ben Stratton? I don't think you can get much lower. Yeah. yeah. Ben Stratton. He's really covered himself in uh, the opposite of glory. So it's yes. been referred immediately to the tribunal. Yes. So that happened on Monday or Tuesday. I'm not sure, totally sure. Uh, Tuesday, that'll be. Yeah. I believe mainly for misconduct charges. Would that be right? Yeah, for the pinching. And then he stomped on Sean McKernan's uh, foot as well. Have you seen that, Khalid? Yeah, I saw that footage. That, yeah. I reckon that's worse. Yeah, that's yeah, it was worse. worse. Yeah, yeah. So because they're in a push and shove and someone gets pushed back on him and stands on his foot. And so he just retaliates by stomping on McKernan's foot. You can't do that with. Right. He's. I don't know where he's getting those ideas from. The pinching and the stomping. He's obviously been watching some Three Stooges movies before <laughs> before games or whatever. Well, he's been watching your mate Stevie Baker because that's what Stevie Baker would yeah. do. So he'd do the pinching. But also he said that one of his tactics was to punch people in the arm in the same spot. Yeah. So gradually you can eventually get a dead arm. So that, that's what he was doing. He was well, punching that's what in he, the arm. That's he, what he did to Charlie Cameron of Brisbane yeah. a few weeks ago. Mm. Um, what do you think as a Hawthorne supporter? Like, do you think, because Kane Corns came out and said he should be stripped of the captaincy. Captaincy for a week, And yeah. I think that's ridiculous. He should be stripped of his uh, Australian passport. Yeah, sure. <laughs> be made to go back to, from where he's from. Should be not allowed to uh, DJ at Revolver for at least three weeks. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> really. Or else he has to... He has it's to, probably um, cruel suspension for Strats. No, no. He can DJ, but he has to play horses. Yeah, sure. And <laughs> Nutbush on a, on a loop. They take away his craft beer uh, company from him for a few weeks. Yeah, he can't. Yeah, because he's, he's a hipster. You know what? If someone pinched a noble boy... His beer. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. he wouldn't be fucking happy about that, would he? Yeah, they. Um, uh, it was pretty lo- pretty dodgy, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not a great look for one thing, but also it's. It's just. If you feel like the kind of player, he doesn't really need to do that too. Yeah. Well, I didn't think he was of that ilk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't actually mind the kind of the punching on the arm. Actually, the pinching kind of a bit more pathetic. Yeah, it wasn't a good look. I mean, did, did you see Fantasia's the bruises on Fantasia's arm? Yeah. Mm. Afterwards. He looked like a junkie. He would, he, wouldn't, <laughs> he would not be out of place in Victoria Street. <laughs> like his family and friends are probably organising an intervention as we speak. Uh, what do you reckon? Fine or a week or two? Oh, look, I reckon he might get a week. For I reckon the he might get a week. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon he get a week and, and a big fine. But also, you know what? The umpires have the like. 
a goal umpire came out and talked to him about that. Razor Ray came and talked to him, and he was he was leaning on Razor Ray as well. He was yeah. pushing him. He was. He was. He was Greg Williams to, got what? He got eight weeks, weeks for that. that. Yeah. yeah, they went to court. Yeah, yeah. and and didn't players last year get in trouble for doing almost identical things last year with umpires? Remember Stephen May did it when he was at the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. he rested his beer on the umpire's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he had to go. I think they just said it was a reprimand or something. Don't do it again. But. You know, you can't, you can't do that. I just don't know why the umpires, they had the chance, pay a fucking free kick right yeah, yeah. there yeah, and, yeah. and end it. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure, yeah. But it, it sort of goes with, you know, uh, Hawthorne were always unsociable, but they did it in a you know in play, and I think people were okay with that. And now that you just turn into low dog off the play. Well, in a way, they kind of almost did it to your face, didn't they? Yes, <laughs> yeah. And that was the thing about it. Yeah. yeah, they didn't do it behind your back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they were horrible on Friday. It was it was. Awful game to watch, and it did was, you go? Horrible. No, I didn't. No, no, I had a sad day on Friday, so I didn't go. But it was horrible. Like it was just like nothing happening. Like they were just rabble. Yeah. So there's actually a lot of questions to be asked at Hawthorne at the minute. Mm. I'm not jumping off at them, yeah. <laughs> but there are a lot of questions to be asked, considering the number of people who kind of leave at the end of the year and who you're going to replace those people with. So um, what I'm hearing is a downturn for Hawthorne is coming. Yeah. Well, it could be. It could Fuck, be. This is great. Remember the last one? It lasted like a year. <laughs> that, was, that was it. Well, that's the thing. We had 2017 in the dark days and we got top four last year, yeah. well, fifth in the end. But um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're not showing a great deal at all, particularly seeing Friday was a big game against the enemy. And then also yeah, it yeah. was like, crucial to kind of you know keep our season going. So they're, yeah, they're in a rut. What are you going to do for forward line? Because why would you drop that Mitchell Lewis guy? And not bring Ruffy in and not have a forward. Like, why was he out of the team? That just seemed to, really strange Yeah, you got to talk to Clarko. Yeah, like, I mean, the idea, I mean, imagine at the minute to have Mitchell Lewis just try to uh, solidate himself as that big forward. And Is get it time games to get rid of Clarko? Uh, look, the, 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 the bongo, the, 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 the jungle drums are... Right. <laughs> the bongo, <laughs> <jungle> bongo camp. <laughs> <laughs> the kettle drums. There's, there's drums of some description. Well, he, he, he keeps on talking about silverware. No, 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 good on him, you know, and he'll be around. But he, he talks about by the next contract comes up. He reckons if he, he doesn't see himself being the guy who can take the team to a premiership, then yep. he will step down. So he keeps on talking about silverware. And he talks about, you know, it's not about the finals of this year or next year. It's about silverware. Yes. So he doesn't right. care if we go from 13th to 1st as long as we, you know, win, win it. You don't lose the, the yeah, premiership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he's not too fussed about that. Well, his stocks, his stocks are pretty high. Like his price would still be high if he left now. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's two vacant jobs waiting there for him if he wants them. Like he'd be... First cab off the rank easily. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Well, they talked about during the week about um, uh, the Sydney chairman, I believe it was, talked about Daryl Longmire saying that he was going to stay. And he made a delightful metaphor, something along the lines of, um, you know, if you're in a marina and you see a boat you like, mm. you can't just have that boat. Which is a very Sydney... Uh, oh, no, uh, we've all... I'm, I'm the same. I often go down to St Kilda Marine <laughs> yeah. and just yeah. look at boats and go, I wish I could have that boat, but <laughs> yeah. I suppose I can't take it. What sort of boat would Clarko be? Uh, oh fuck Boat Tug terminology boat. What, yeah. <laughs> Little fucking angry boat <laughs> What are boats I don't know yeah, yeah. The one The one um, A little runabout A little tinny The one, one that sneaks up out. behind you And fucking gives you a punch <laughs> in the jaw And knocks you out <laughs> One of those boats Whatever those boats are <laughs> So what's Richo then Are the saying Is that the one that sank During the uh, yes. America's Cup Yeah that was <laughs> <laughs> People got off board Very uh, quickly uh. <laughs> Uh, so anyway. you guys you went uh, last night Yes, we went to Marvel Stadium Where there was uh, yes. We didn't get to see any behavioural awareness officers No, no. They were walking around though, weren't they? Did you feel like you were spied on when you were Because I mean there have been lots of comments over well, the, um, I was hovering over your shoulder Yeah, well that's point. true yes. So we were in the uh, <laughs> We weren't in the outer We were in the uh, Carlton and United Breweries box Wow Because yeah. we are doing You are doing very, very well. well How yes. do you end up in there? 
Well, they they uh, sponsor front bar. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So uh, Paul and I work on the front bar, yeah, yeah. and so um, yeah, they they sponsor it, and so they gave us uh, access to the box. You know, Croc Media, they have a double size box that was next to it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Andreas Everett was in there, the former Carlton Gold Coast, and who else did he play for? Sydney? Footscray Dogs. Was it yeah. No. No, it was it's Footscray. Yeah. 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 So who uh, who else did you spot in the Croc Media box before we get to your adventure? Uh, I don't know. There wasn't. Didn't seem to be anyone famous in no, there. No, Hachi. No, I didn't even know it was there. No. I wasn't even looking. Okay, yeah, gotcha. So you stroll into the Cro- uh, Carlton United Brewers uh, box. What oh, kind yeah. of what kind of layout have they got for you? Uh, was it like six, three seats on either side? Two rows of three seats, mm. and then that was it. Which I thought was small. It was kind of a small yeah. box, wasn't it, compared to the MCG ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No toilet in there, Mike. We had to leave the box. Savages. Yeah, and walk mm. down to a, a toilet that other people could access. What kind of mm. food? I mentioned it's Carlton beer, food, but yeah. like what kind well, of food? Ro- you got Ro- going? Rosie, Rosie was ordering twoies, but it yeah. didn't go down too well. <laughs> I brought in a block of two of bread. <laughs> you can't cans. get it anymore. I've had that since the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of food were we talking about there? The food wasn't bad. Yeah. I thought it was the really food good. It was pretty good. It's like a zucchini bake. Yeah. yeah. The meat was good. Yeah, there was some beef and some chicken and. Yeah. Um, pumpkin, roast pumpkin, I remember that. They had uh, Nat Five's uh, Pirate Life beer was in there. Did they really? Yeah, because obviously Carlton uh, bought that out. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was up for grabs. That's like 6.8%. That's fucking knocky on your... On your I didn't know that. Hot pot. Some I stuck into that. I was sitting on the Coronas. Going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so what was Rosie's behaviour during the game, Kalich? Uh Just... Because what, you Blues were about 30-odd points down in that twice last Twice we were 34 points down. Yeah. So midway through the last... Quarter? Uh, what's that? Midway through last, you were about 30-odd down. Oh, 34 points to, uh, with, I think, nine minutes to go. No way. Yeah. Wow. It was, it was standard rosy behaviour. You could see at the, the, beginning of the beginning of the game, he was trying to you know, check himself and worry about the people around him. And, but by the last quarter... Unleashed. I'm I'd given up, though. Surprised he didn't punch a hole in the glass <laughs> at the front of the box. He was like... He dropped a lot of expletives by the end of it. What did you think of that free kick in the last 10 seconds or so? I thought it was fucking bullshit. Yeah, it was, was there though. It was there. Was it? Yeah, it was there. It was I high. watched the replay and I think it was there. Yeah, it was there. I think it was there. Yeah, he wasn't crashed down low enough for it to not be there. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, I, I swung wildly because we, you know, when we're 34 points down in the last, you're yeah. like, oh, well, it's all over. Then we got a goal and you're like, oh, well, consolation. Then sure. another one. And then we were like within nine points. You're like, fucking hell. But every, and everyone was watching myself and Andy Ma. To try and get stuck into us. Yep, yeah, gotcha. it, was just, it was the same sort of arrogance that Carlton supporters displayed when they were good, <laughs> when they were a good team. It still comes out now. So I don't know where it comes from. but it. So you would have seen a lot of that as a St Kilda supporter in the 80s. Did Carlton play at Moorabbin a lot? I saw a few games. I saw, I remember seeing Lockett kick 10 on Silvani. Yep. Yeah. I, I remember seeing Lockett kick, you know, I didn't, I didn't see him kick less than 10. I thought, you go there one week, it'd be 12, be 15 the next week. I'll never forget that the Crows played their first. I think they played their first Melbourne game at Moorabbin. Yeah. So their first game was at... Footy Park, Park. Yeah, they smashed the Hawks. Yeah, Mm. and then they came and they realised what, (laughs) you know, Victorian, (laughs) suburban, local footy was all about. And we just completely poleaxed. It was so much fun to watch. Lockett kicked about 12, might have been 15. I I lost count, but it was... Yeah, Moorabbin, so, so much fun. Did you you have a reserve membership or did you just go and buy a ticket each time you rocked up? I was going to say, yeah, did you have a spot that you stood in? I I just had like a, you know, what is it... 23 game membership and I just get the little clip taken out of it and just yep. stand in the outer mm-hmm. I, I love being around opposition fans it was just a lot of fun in those days so yeah yeah but I, I didn't was there did they have members in those days I don't even know that, that is grandstand now of some description you yeah. didn't follow Lockett from end to end or anything nah 
No, it's too lazy to move. Because they talk <laughs> about it being one of the rougher grounds going around. Do you have any memories of kind of the roughness of the crowd? Yeah, yeah, but I was I was like the opposite side to the wasn't that the famous animal, animal, animal enclosure? enclosure? Yeah. yeah, I was on the other side to that because I think my father never let me go over there, mm-hmm. and um, he was a wise man. <laughs> so, <laughs> better for it. Yes, yes. And you got to play little league, didn't you? Yeah, I played because I grew up in Frankston. I played little league for Hawthorne at Princess Park, and one we played one game. They just they just pick a different local team every week, so I played one game. So it wasn't the primary school; it was your local footy team that played. Yeah. Yeah, what and, team um, was that? Frankston YCW, the Mighty Stoners. We were called the Stoners. <laughs> so he's got kids running around going, "Go Stoners, Stoners." Yeah, which is Frank a very Stone. Frankston, very Frankston nickname. It just came from uh, Frankstone. It's very strange. Um, and so when they tell you that you, you're going to be that uh, the club playing little legs, that, that would have been exciting. Mate, it was huge. As a as a massive footy fan as a kid, it was the biggest thing. And we're in the Hawthorne change rooms. Everyone yeah. everyone's trying to get Lee Matthews' jumper. And um, we were looking at all the lockers with their names on it and stuff. I had some, I, I, I don't know what, I think I had number 18 or something, which is, I didn't even know who that was at the time. And so you would have come out of the ground, you would have played on the full ground, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Full ground, the whole ground. Um, and it would have been packed. Was, so this is in the 70s? Yeah, it was Chockers. Yeah. It was Chockers. Do you know who Hawthorne were playing? Uh, I think we were playing Fitzroy. And we, I think we won. I got one touch. Yeah. Right? I, I, I was on the wing. I kicked the ball off the ground. That was my only touch. And I said, oh, I've got one touch. Kick the ball off the ground. This guy leans over the fence and goes, you should be playing soccer, you fucking wog. <laughs> <laughs> Just to a child. Mate, where were the behavioural awareness <laughs> officers then? That's what I want to know. Make him cry. Make him cry. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude. But yeah, it went, it went overboard last night, didn't it, at the footy? They had the... So they had... Guys wearing, if you're not from Melbourne and you haven't seen it, they had kind of uh, high vis vests on, high yeah. vis that said behavioural awareness officers on the back. Yeah. And then had a number you could text. So that's the number that usually flashes up on the screen. And there's a lot of footage of people walking up and down aisles. Yes. And then, I mean, I, the main thing I got from the weekend was Nat Edwards on, the, um, on Friday night, Saturday morning maybe, who talked about that she felt that they were being watched or spied on and felt it was a very weird atmosphere on the Friday night game. Yeah. Um, there was a guy, a Hawthorne Chiswick guy, got told on Friday night to kind of calm down after yeah. shouting about a holding the man decision. Um, he says, you know, that he wasn't saying anything. Um, so we're not allowed to yell now. Is that what it is? Well, it seems to be that, yeah. Like, that seems to be the crackdown. And then the AFL says there's no crackdown. And then, sadly, worst of all, Joffa says he's going to boycott football. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Darkest day in Australia. That is. <laughs> so Joffa says he's going to boycott until yeah. Gil McLaughlin apologises to the AFL fans. Yeah. You notice Joffa does that in the week that Collingwood's got the bye. <laughs> <laughs> Put your fucking money where your mouth is, Joffa. I bet, he, I bet he fucking goes this week and pretends that you know he's had a, um, uh, a one-on-one. On one. Yeah. yeah. And there were there were Carlton people there last night with tape over their mouths. Yeah, yeah. Like people sure. making statements and stuff. Yeah. Yelling's not the issue. That, yelling's not to me. That's not the biggest behavioural issue we have mm-hmm. right? let people yell out kick, kick out the guys that in front of you who stand up when someone's having a shot for gold to go to the toilet they're the guys that should be <laughs> thrown out that little kid with the flag waving it in front of your face oh yeah fuck anyone with the yeah, flag get that yeah. kid out yeah yeah, yeah. they're, the, they're the trouble all the, the people all the people punching on after the final siren <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be a theme this no, year as well right. yeah <laughs> no, it's really and there was one last night yeah, as well. yeah yeah but again you can't that's a completely different uh yes no one's condoning that yeah. Wow. Wow. No one's can die that. Okay, so we right, look, the fight the fight, funnily enough, went just like the game did like the Bulldogs guy got the first <laughs> few punches in. Then the Carlton guy came back. And then the Bulldogs guy got on top again. And the Carlton guy came with a late flurry. But, uh, the Bulldogs yeah, got one. Yeah. Not not in time. 
So there's Flogman, okay? So Flogman last week called uh, Nichols the Empire a bald-headed flog. flog. Okay. Now, Paul, that, that, Paul as, as a flog, yes. are you offended <laughs> by that? I'm quite qualified to talk about this. Um, no, I mean, oh, come on. The, the thing it's about just, that is that it became a bigger story because they made a big issue of it. Yes. Like if they'd yeah. have just said, mate, fuck, like, don't say that again. It would have yeah. been nothing of it. But this guy, Frankie... Because I heard him on uh, 3AW last week after the game talking to them. Uh-huh. And he's he's going to sue the AFL. Well, he's called up the lawyers, right? So, mm. Gil on the week, during the week, he talked about his version of events. The report that he got yep. was that the guy ran from two bays away to yell at Nichols. And Nichols felt as threatened as he'd, as he'd ever felt mm. uh, coming off the ground, right? And so then Frankie got how on th- the... How threatened would he have felt? Like, honestly, yeah. you're, you're walking off a ground. Yeah, he's go, 30 metres away. I'm about to die. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to die here. Get him out of the ground. <laughs> and he's called me a boy. He's run two bays. Yeah. How has he seen him run over two bays? Like, has he kept his eye on him? Well, that's the thing. Frankie <laughs> was saying, Frankie was saying that um, he wanted the footage. You know, they own the ground, therefore they should have footage of him Absolutely. running the two bays. He reckons he didn't run the two bays. He reckons he has a uh, hand in his pocket and another hand on the radio. See, some people take the radio to the game, Adam, Fucking okay? Idiots. They're not weird. Yeah. Okay? Whoa. And so he Ooh. wants... Chambo does. He wants... Really? I yeah, he takes a radio. Take a transistor. Oh, no, not a radio. I'm not like fucking got a radio on my shoulder. Do they still make them? Earpieces. I didn't know they still make transistors. because I can't fucking see. I want to see who's got the ball. What are you, what's the point of being there then if you can't see? Like, <laughs> Mate, he's, in the, he's in the members. He's you just fucking goes. bald-headed flog. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes to be seen. So Frankie's yeah. now saying that he might sue because all he contacted the lawyers because he reckons Gil didn't say that. Mm. And then also he had the thing where they said, the AFL said that they gave him a warning. And then he said, I never got the warning. Is that right? Mm. So but, a lot of stories aren't adding up. Well, see, Frankie, uh, this is what the lawyer says, that uh, Frankie has um, turned up at home in tears. And he's worried about returning to work or whether he can go to the footy again. Really? So they've ruined his life. His life's and, over. Yeah, and he's got a heavily pregnant wife and that's, uh, you know, um, been really tough on her. Tough on her, yeah. But, um, I mean, you do say that quote, worried about going to the footy. He went last night. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. all fine. He, he seemed to be okay. <laughs> but, I, think, uh, I think last night's loss would have been more traumatic than the, the rest of what he's had to go through. Oh, Jesus. And, and then wasn't there a uh, Collingwood supporter who Collingwood said supporter, that... Uh, he got he got told to be quiet last week. He was in the paper last week on um, the Queen's birthday match, I think, for barracking too loudly. Yeah. Okay. He said the police reaction was heavy-handed, and he was totally agar against abusive language. So he gave an example on um, 3W Radio. There's a quote here. They said, you know, probably something along the lines of, you know, how do you support at the footy? And he said, let's go, Woody. And that's it. So he doesn't like swearing. He said he kind of got told off. For, and people around him as well also kind of said, you know, he wasn't doing anything wrong and there was about five or six policemen who came down to tell him, you know, to be quiet. I think we're missing something here. Is anyone called Collingwood Woody? Uh, is that, would, would that be a player? Is there a wood at Collingwood? Because I was thinking that as well. Uh, no, I don't think there is a wood at the moment. No, I can't, anymore, think, of, anyway. I can't no. think of a wood yeah. at the minute, yeah. yeah. I've never heard anyone called Collingwood Woody. Yeah, okay. Fucking, he's an idiot. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd kick him out for that. Already. <laughs> yeah, mate, you're an embarrassment. Not checking out. But I do love the idea that the age has delved into his social media just by the fact they have a picture, they have a video of him from last year's prelim, I believe it is. And social media always brings people undone. It really yeah. does, doesn't it? Yeah. You'll get um, found out. Yeah. You'll get found out. And I'm, gonna, I'm quoting these words. Uh, he said, I don't like swearing at the football. Good. And there's a picture of him, a video of him and his mate uh, at that game. Uh, and I quote, fuck you, you fucking cunts, let's go. And the <laughs> caption was, fuck these cunts. <laughs> Oh, they've misread that. And then it's, they yeah. got onto his social media. They've taken that out of context. <laughs> they got onto his Twitter, and I, I looked up his Twitter as well, and I, it's been made private. 
So I oh, would have, really? it would have been fantastic to go through. But here's a little taste of it. The people of France are the most rude and arrogant people I've ever come across. I wish I had a few of my boys with me. We could punch the cunt out of a few of these peasant pigs. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't yelling at yeah, Michael. He's... And I think that's the difference. So, you know, I'm glad he enjoyed his overseas trip. I think we just worked out. Back, don't, don't go back to Disneyland next time. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, if they're going to be... Peasant pigs. Peasant pigs. Yeah, Ross can have the, the punch, uh, the cunt punched out of him. <laughs> uh, Commissioner Gordon isn't happy at him. What about? Yeah, Commissioner Gordon over the uh, president of Footscray. Mm. Uh, he talks about the gambling and it's insidious and it's getting infected into the world of the kids. By the fact he says, you know, kids are now able to tell you, you know, what the odds are, what the spread is. And That's great. That means you don't have to open up the papers if your kids yeah. can tell you. How handy is that? That's like anything. The more information, the better. <laughs> <laughs> Which means that, um, well, that, I suppose they kind of. We may do another ad if that's okay for our organisation Junk Bet, yes. which we established last week. Yeah, uh, and we just want to say to all those people out there, you know, people worried about the kids being too involved in the gambling. Yep. In that we actually are catering our company to children. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't require background checks. We don't no. need we don't know proof of age. No. If you want to open up a betting account with Junkbet, you just fucking we'll take anyone's money. Come on right? in. Yeah. yeah. And actually we're doing um educational speeches in schools. <laughs> this is and <laughs> kindergartens Absolutely. about how they can get on to Junkbet. Yeah. What kids if a kid had a choice between a Dolomite account and a Junkbet account. I was about to say we're pretty much the Dolomite account for betting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, kids love a Junkmite. And all we're doing. It comes in a you, you get a cute little uh, a cute little um What's our mascot again? Uh, Junkie the Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, and what a great way for kids to set, the, set themselves up for the future for their education. I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mate, if you can pay for your university when you're in grade four. Yeah, Mate. yeah. Yeah, no, hex debt. I mean, no hex exactly, debt for those yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what kid doesn't want to own a speedboat when they're 10? <laughs> <laughs> hey, where did you get that jet ski? Junk bet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I loaded up on the weekend. <laughs> oh, what? What a multi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So get on board Junk Bet, everyone, uh, and especially if you've got kids, let them know. You thinking of uh, travelling anytime soon, Michael? Well, I do love Perth Airport, so I do plan to go there very shortly. Well, Melbourne Airport is opening up its own AFL-themed bar. That's awesome. Whoa. The AFL Kitchen and Bar. It's uh, going to be at the Melbourne Airport. It's going to be in Terminal 3 where they have Virgin Flights. I don't know where that is because um, I'm Qantas business. As you're doing very well. Yeah, no, that, yes. that's cool. <laughs> you plebs might be down Terminal Thor when you fly Tiger. Tiger's a bad airline, Adam. It's, it's a really, really bad, bad airline. It's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to open up the AFL Kitchen and Bar, which will also feature appearances by players, special marketing events, and media conferences by coaches. So you know what those what? two there, uh, appearances by players and media conference by coaches? Yeah. Because they fly virgin. I was about to say. So they're like, going to be on their way through. They're not, not an appearance. They're not coming yeah. to the airport <laughs> to do a fucking speech. <laughs> it's like, because Clarker often does them just in the uh, terminal there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and seems to like them better by the fact that you kind of can get out of there quicker. Yeah. Um, and so they show up at the airport yeah. and they'll just go and move them into that bar area. Yeah, Patrick Dangerfield's not leaving Moggs Creek. No, to, to come to Tullamarine. <laughs> To make an appearance, they'll just be buying some food there. What sort of food will it be? I assume like the uh, like. Uh, well, Matt, you think that you think the food's footy expensive at the footy? Imagine how expensive <laughs> it'll be at the airport. The airport. With so what would it be? dollars for a hot dog, pies, hot dogs. Yeah, I don't know. I was trying to think old fish and chips. Well, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking rocket salad. You could have that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, theme thing. Yeah. Oh, now, yeah. Oh, and oh, the only thing I can was Jed Lamb salad <laughs> or something. <laughs> I didn't have much more than that. Yeah. 
but you got to be careful because there'll be there'll be behavioural off <laughs> behavioural <laughs> awareness officers yeah. in there watching your every move. You're munching too loud, mate. <laughs> Keep your mouth closed when you're chewing. So the idea is that they, they say that they we believe this concept will be the first of its kind in any airport around the world. This is so much so much more than a bar. So it's not just a bar. Patrons will be able to watch live and classic matches on big screens, while the venue will offer. St- Stunning views of the airfield. Oh, yeah, awesome. So you got Fox Footy on. Okay. Yeah, that's you, all you've got on. You got Fox Footy on during the summer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just classic matches. Yeah. And and it's just so bizarre. It's like, wouldn't the bars in there anyway? Like, you know, when you're in the international one, you go to that uh, weird uh, Irish bar that's in there. They've got mm-hmm. Fox Footy yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Like, most bars have cable yeah, yeah. TV on. Yeah, sure, sure. Go, mate, can you put the footy on? Yeah. You go, no, we can't. you got to go to the AFL bar for that. I do love this idea, though. Like, I'm fucking going there. Like, every time I go to the airport, I'm going to go to that go to the kitchen and bar. Oh, I'm not even going to if I, I'm not even going to get a flight. Cuz I'm going to see appearances from coaches and players. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go there on a Saturday night like I'll be like what do you want to do? And yeah, sure. Like, oh, do you want to go get the, the sky city? bus? No, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just head out there and go fuck I better go home last <laughs> sky bus is about to leave. I'm glad they've got views. I'm glad they've got views of the um stunning views. The plane, yeah, the plane's the landing. That's, too. that's for the St Kilda and Carlton fans cuz when the games are so bad, they've got something else to watch. <laughs> But that just views of the airfield. It just means you can get that from the fucking departure gate. You can, yeah. yeah. No, you can. Yeah. No, there's, they're they're really um they're they're putting a high level of spin into this. But they also say it's under construction already. So if anybody going to the, I haven't been to the airport. Oh, actually, I've been to the airport in two weeks. So I want to go and check it out and see where it um uh, what they're up to at this stage. Well, it's due to be open in November. So it's hopefully you can get there away. for the draft. <laughs> yeah, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Um, and also the idea that it's the first one in the world too. I find that interesting as well, yeah. that there aren't kind of NFL bars or um, yeah. you know, EPL bars anywhere around the country. Well, I guess yeah. they just have well, I can't, just I, bars. I can't, believe, <laughs> I can't believe there's an AFL bar at Singapore Airport, for example. You know? no, yeah. That's a good point. I can't or believe it's the first Shanghai. in the world. Yeah, there probably is one in Shanghai. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Townsville. Uh, I mean, the next stop is to get an AFL shop at the airport. Why didn't they move? Remember the um, AFL, uh, what was that, Interactive Museum? Thing. What was that called? The oh, they, they tried that's to incorporate right. it into the Hall of Fame. That's right, yeah. And that was located in the city mm. in the Queen, Street, the Queen Vic Building or something? Yes. Was it? Yeah. We yeah. went there. Didn't yeah, we? yeah, yeah. We did. Because cool. we went to see, because we were working on before the game at the time, and we yep. they said, go along and see if you can uh, find anything. Yeah, sure. You know, to it, have fun it, with. It went and under it was, pretty quickly, didn't it? Oh, mate, it was awful. Mate, it went yeah. under halfway through our visit, I think. <laughs> they closed it. What, they what, they what closed us and threw us out. What did they have there? So there's a little bit of Hall of Fame-y stuff. Yeah, which they probably Memor- moved to the MCG Memorabilia, now. and then a lot of interactive things that you could do for the kids. So you take the kids there and do it. Sure. So, so handball through a hole or... Yeah. Oh, yeah now the, remember the goal kick was that's actually that's really good. That was probably the best one. That was the best thing, the goal kick. So yeah. you could um, you know, be kicking for the final uh, you know, kick to win the game after the siren. Yep. And so you'd be in the net, almost like a cricket net, and you'd kick it a... Oh, well, they've setup. got that at the, at the Hall of Fame um, oh, okay. museum so now. So, yeah. It was like a virtual golf... Yep. Sort of thing. Yeah. 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 But the worst one was you could um, press a button on this uh, machine and you could join in and sing the theme songs with the of the team. Oh, really? For. And that was just like, what the fuck is that? I could just sing that sure. in the car if I wanted. Yeah, I don't yeah. need to come here to do that. So it's just people, you know, playing the giant song the whole yeah. time. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you thought karaoke nights were bad, this was <laughs> this was like the worst thing ever. It was really shit. It went under really quickly too. Yeah, didn't, yeah. Didn't Gil have a hand in that? I think him and his, him and his brother were I the ones that like set Hamish that up. I feel like Hamish did, yeah. I'm not sure if Gil yeah. did, but I feel like Hamish yeah. might have had something to do okay. with it. Yeah. yeah. And then that's when the AFL went, you should run the whole league. <laughs> <laughs> You've done a great job. A uh, bit of a sad story this week out of Geelong, hmm. Michael. Joel Selwood uh, has had his engagement ruined. What? Ruined. 
ruined Kalij by oh. a uh, diamond dealer. So Joel purchased a uh, sixty-six thousand dollar ring Whoa. for his partner, mm-hmm. Brit, and he proposed to uh, so proposed to Brit. Got down on one knee. Umpire gave him a free kick. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's very funny for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, mate. He needed to get the ring resized, so yes. he gave it back to the uh, diamond dealer. Never got it back. Yeah, he should have gone to Diamond Guys on SDN. Yeah. For men who love women who love diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Or go to Cash Converters. They do, you know... They get some really good yeah, deals yeah, at yeah. Cash Converters. Yeah. I, I remember seeing an ad for Cash Converters saying that they do do engagement rings. Now, if you get your engagement ring from Cash Converters, I'm <laughs> going to say that's not going to be a long <laughs> fucking is. engagement. There's a great comic, Chris Addison, years ago, had a joke about um, Zamels. And, uh, you know, if someone chuck a brick through the window of Zamos and took all the jewellery out of it overnight, the manager rock up in the morning and be like, ah, oh, fuck, that window costs 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I mean, if a, if a bad ring, or if you got the wrong ring, if that's ruined, your engagement, what's that saying about the relationship? Well, no, he needs to get it resized, <laughs> and we're not quite sure what's happened. I think it might be before the courts or something around that, but it seemed to be that they didn't give the ring back. Maybe it got misplaced or... yeah. Um, maybe sold again I'm not totally sure And so they, he wants Compo for the ring Got six grand And he wants The whole kit and boodle Yeah I would mm. want the, I would want the other 60,000 I think you'd want that Yeah 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 But also the interesting thing If the general rule You know if people Leave this stuff That uh, it's a three month salary When you buy an engagement ring um, Joel Is a fucking cheapskate <laughs> 60 grand for Three months okay So 20 grand a month 240 yep. a year yep. Joel you're not making 240 grand a year okay, man? You're, well, you're, you're on eight You're yeah. surely on eight yeah. and, then, so. and then the gravy on top of that yeah, I, I, So I th- come on Joel mate. I think Joel's ruined the engagement Yeah By being a tight ass I think he was like he, uh, Telling Brit You know this is, a, this is a quarter of a million dollar ring And then he's like Oh fuck it's in the paper 60 grand shit <laughs> he, he hired a photographer for the night as well Really? For his engagement? Yeah yeah what? So they're sitting there having dinner And then you know the, All of a sudden the paparazzi shows yeah, up Brit's there They're going oh, That guy over there with the long the <laughs> long telephoto lens What's he doing? Ah nothing Don't Is that it. true? That's amazing Yes Oh mate he went all out And mm. so that's how it was even more It was ruined mm. So the The Photographer captured the angry look on her face when they when she saw the ring. It was <laughs> it, not yeah. what she was supposed was, to get. It was cheap and didn't fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mate, that's doesn't sound good for them. Like if if, if the tiniest thing goes wrong at the wedding, it could oh, be all over. Yeah, we asked for a four tiered cake. It's three tiered. Yeah, it's yeah. Everyone go home. We all should right. we should hire a photographer for the wedding. We should go Just to the have wedding. someone there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. We can work in the kitchen. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, I'm bad news. I don't, you know. I don't want to make it, you know, bad news all the time here. Mm. Sydney Stack. Is that one of the worst things you've ever seen on a football field? I didn't have an issue with it at all. I think you should be banned from football. <laughs> Play along, college. Oh, sorry. Yes. When he went up to high-five Eddie Betts after Eddie kicked that miraculous goal. We can't see that kind of stuff on the field, can we? Well, you, you've got to hate the opposition. Yeah. And if you, even for a moment, let your guard down... I would say that uh, Damien Hardwick would be ruining the fact that yeah. that young man stayed at his house yeah, yeah. and sullied the, the, yeah, dinner, the, the, the dinner household. Yeah, I feel bad for Mrs. Hardwick, oh, actually. Oh, he's met his kids. She's cooked for him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes around high-fiving Eddie Betts. It wasn't welcome, even that fucking good a goal. Like, welcome, it was a good goal. Welcomed him into their home. Mm. Arms around him. They you got know, around what, him. What, three, four kids, maybe. Yeah. Bring in Sydney Stack, mm-hmm. you know, kind of Throw look him after him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could no. Probably get a lift of training from Mr. Hardwick. Yeah, he would. Well, at least he'd be there on time. And then <laughs> bloody, um, bloody pulls this shit in round 13, hey? Unbelievable. Eddie Betts and high-five him. Yeah. I'm on board. He shouldn't have high-fived him. He should have given him a kidney punch. 
Well, I thought it could have been a sucker punch. Like, could have been just like, aha, you got me. Yeah. Quick high five. <laughs> left. <laughs> left to the green. face. What if he pinched him repeatedly? Yeah, you know? I'm not against that. Yeah. Just the, the main gist is that, if you don't know the story, the idea that uh, Eddie Beds kicked the goal, right foot boundary went through, quite remarkable. Sydney Stack went up to him, and they mucked around by the fact that Sydney was saying, no special goals today, Eddie. No special goals. I'm because he was playing no, on spe- him, yeah, yeah, no special goals. And then Eddie got one, and he said, hey, man, the old ball still got it, hey? Yeah. In which case, Stack should have said, all right, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fluke. Stomped his foot. again. Yeah. 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 Stop. <laughs> Need him in the balls. Yeah. yeah. Go kick one of those through the fucking goal. I think it's time. I think the AFL community, I think we can all have said, like, it's time Eddie gets what's his. <laughs> <laughs> he's had it coming for a long time, mate. He's had it too good for too long. He's got a pocket named after him. I don't like that. Hey, do you want to do some uh, footballers in real life, folks? Yes. I've got a few here. This one from, going to read out from Peter. I'm currently on holiday. Oh, here we go. I'm currently on holiday staying in one of the luxury villas in Samanyak, Bali. Speak of the devil, Bali. Mm. Where I just proposed to my girlfriend. Oh, hey! here we go. She said yes. Fantastic. I, better get, I, I can get him a cheap ring. Yeah, <laughs> please. Don't try and get a resize. Also... What do you pay for it? Yeah. Um, oh, if you got it, mate, you, you got it in a barley market. <laughs> <laughs> to be bartered, yeah. get it down. Yeah. We had just finished having breakfast when I spotted Wayne Carey walking in on the street with another another guy who I didn't recognise. I believe they had just had breakfast at Coup d'Etat, which is one of the fancier beachside establishments in the area. I'm doing okay for myself, so I did have a meal or two there too. Did Wayne? you go to Coup d'Etat when you were there? Mm, not that I remember, no. No. I did. What was that? Was that a... Uh, it's just like a beachside bar kind of thing. So was I there? Uh, no, did I don't I... think you came either. You said that in like kind of like a... Did anyone see me there? <laughs> <laughs> like, should I have not been there? I can't remember any of the names of the places we went to, to be honest. But. Wayne was wearing running shorts, no shirt. Oh, and had one of those satchel type bags, often known to real men as handbags. He was very sweaty, as we all are in this humidity, and he still looks pretty fit. He does look pretty fit, Duck. Yeah. Uh, much fitter than his mate. Um, I was going to stop and say hi, but since I was with my new fiance and Kerry's history, I thought better of it. <laughs> I can only think him have been going to one of Ricky Olorenshaw's massage places. I don't know, Ricky had a couple of them. Does he have a couple of them? I did not Gross. know that. <laughs> but I like the idea that Ricky's gone from uh, footballer to player manager. To Bali, Balinese massage. And here we go. Peter says, uh, love the show, guys. I'm having a bing tang for you. There you go. Get and he says in. it may or may not have made up this bit about his destination. He should have used Wayne Carey as part of the engagement. You know, oh. Get Carey to bring the, be the ring bearer. Get Carey to bring the ring over. This is That would have made it really exciting. How good would that be? Yeah. That's true. Hire a photographer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Will you, be my, uh, will you be my wife? And, and, then, then, uh, and then the duck the comes duck over. The duck strolls over. Yeah, these, that's all right. What's, that. in the, what's in the satchel? <laughs> these man bag. What's yeah. in your man bag? Here we go from Dan. Uh, oh, last week we had a story about Andrew Embley going to the um, West Coast Eagles uh, merch shop and having to pay, which we thought was pretty outrageous. Yeah. Yeah, there's no, like, there's no like, staff former player discount or no, anything? No, we, we thought that was quite remarkable. Yeah. Uh, here we go from Dan. Uh, there I was visiting Moorabbin for the first time as an interstate long-suffering Saints fan and the players had just finished training. I walked into the merch shop and am followed in by none other than Tim Membry who walks around checking out the prices on the jackets and cold weather gear. I imagine that players would, could just ask the boot star to grab one for them and magically appear in their locker. In brackets, even though the Saints aren't, as you say, are doing very well financially. Yeah, that is weird. I would have assumed that whatever you wanted, you just went and grabbed. Yeah. As a, as a player. Now, uh, I don't think we've told this story on the, on the potty. Last year when I was in hospital, 
College went to the Carlton shop and bought me um, a Carlton Guernsey, the grey one, the, the shit one. one. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and got it signed by... Brendan Bolton. He happened to be there. Really? Yeah, so I thought... He was in, Rosie was in hospital. He wasn't well, nearly dying. And I thought, here's a good time to get him a, a bit of a joke present. So I... And, the, and uh, Optisable, whatever it's called now, is down the road. So I went in there, grabbed the jumper. The, the grey one was... On special too, which was a bonus. Mm, sure. So, yeah, well, te- we better tell Joel Sell would know. There was a there was a discount, and um, Brendan Bolton's there. And I go, can you sign this jumper for my mate who's sick in hospital? What working behind the counter? Like what was <laughs> <it>? <laughs> he was just hanging out. Yeah, well, he probably is now. And then, um, <laughs> and he said to me, he goes, "What? Why are you getting one of these grey ones?" <laughs> I explained to him, and he was in on the joke, and he signed it. And uh, I turned up to I turned up to the hospital to give it to Rosie. And he had a relapse. Well, he wasn't in his room. <laughs> he wasn't in his room at the time. And um, I thought I'd missed him. I thought he was gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I just ceremoniously just laid it on his bed. <laughs> What'd you it do? was the present. We met when he came in with a present. And he just it. threw it. He yeah. just threw it. Well, yeah, yeah. I came with a Hawthorne bear. I came yeah. with my Hawthorne bear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he threw it on the ground. Yeah, but you made sure you bought the cheaper Hawthorne bear because you knew what was going to happen. Well, yeah. Also, yeah, there's like, I think there was like a $50 one and a $25 one. And I was like, oh, like it that much, yeah. <laughs> and I know it's not going to be uh, cons- it, like you don't you don't have it, do do you now? I do, I do, I do still have it. I was actually looking at it the other day. I should give it to a child who barracks for Hawthorne, or do you want it back? Oh, fuck, man. Okay, yeah, just just I dare you, just randomly walk up to a child in a Hawthorne jumper or something, and just say, "Here you go, have a beer." Done. See how that yeah, plays. All right, done. <laughs> I think the I think the behavior, behavioral awareness <laughs> officers <laughs> will be right onto you. Um. Are you guys into that thing of... Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. Here we go. You're not bringing this up again, are you? No, like funeral. Like playing your team song on the way out and stuff like that. Are you into that kind of stuff? I, I've actually never thought that far ahead. Yeah. No, I just think... Team songs don't suit every occasion. They suit the team running out. That was the, fun, the funniest thing about watching the footage of the um, Carlton Bulldogs fight was that the Bulldogs um, oh. theme song was going because it was the end of the game. It's a pudgy Guys are pudgy on. Yeah, so that. No, I don't. No, I'm not okay. for that. Would you? Would you play the Hawthorne one? I don't think I would. Would you have a Hawthorne jumper draped over your coffin? Well, I mean, it's. I don't know. I don't know if you can play it at Westminster Abbey, but <laughs> they. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That I think you're right, Cleese. They don't quite fit, do they? Yeah. No. Yeah. But you know, diehards would do that, wouldn't they? Oh, I, oh, it would happen all the time. I've been to funerals where it's happened. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I don't think I've been to one where they've actually played it, but it, yeah, it if you did, did you go up and drown the uh, coffin in Gatorade <laughs> as it's been as it's been lowered into the grave? Well, you got to be respectful. <laughs> <laughs> don't you do that every funeral? Yeah. <laughs> Get around them. <laughs> okay, here we go. So this is the football in real life uh, flashback, I suppose. Yeah, I like it from Hugh. The year was 1989. I'd left the beautiful city of Adelaide to work in Melbourne for a couple of years. I lived in Carlton at the time and one Saturday morning decided to take a walk along Ligon Street. Lovely spot. Uh, as I proceeded down the strip, I saw a thick set balding man leaning up against the shop front. Mm. As he fixed me with his steely blue eyes, I realised it was none other than Alex Cheslanko. His look said, what the fuck are you looking at? But I was unable to break the gaze of the great man. The history books will tell us that uh, around the time Jezza returned to Carlton as caretaker coach after Robert Wall was sacked. That's right. That was in 1989. It's weird that you think like the players living around that area. Like, do you think that because um, St Kilda wasn't St Kilda, it was Moorabbin, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, do you think Trevor did Trevor Barker live out in Moorabbin? I doubt it. He was probably in. 
Brighton Hampton or, or Hampton or Sandringham. I think it's oh, Sandringham. Yeah, 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 yeah maybe okay. Brighton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Because no one really lives. That's why everyone hated going to Seaford, didn't they? Oh, they hated it. And we're still there, apparently. I think you, that's why we haven't got any money. We're running two venues at the one time. Yeah, because you've got Moorabbin and Seaford, don't yeah. you? I, don't know, I still don't get how that worked. How do we spend millions of dollars developing, developing this thing in Seaford and then three years later... Just realise it was fucked. Yeah, the AFL give us money to set Moorabbin up again. Like, Do you have any memories of Junction Oval? No. Not at all. That was, that was before my time. Any memories of um, Lakeside Oval? Yeah, I, I, I remember. I remember going there, but it may have been for like an Army Reserve Cup game. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, I don't, I've got no memories of Glenferry Oval at all either. Yeah, okay. I think we left there at seventy-two, so yeah. that might have been a bit before your time. I remember my father would never take me to grounds that were just like too packed where you couldn't see. He never took me to. Um, well, Windy Hill would have Victoria been too Park. far for you, wouldn't it? Well, no, because he was an S- dad was an Essen supporter, so I went to Windy Hill a fair bit. Oh, okay. Um, that's a long hike from I know, Frankston. It was tough. It was really tough. But th- that's why he made us break for St Kilda because it was the closest ground. Moorabbin was the closest ground to Frankston. Well, even Waverley Thanks, would have Dad. been. Even <laughs> Waverley would have been a. Uh, yeah, we, 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 were, we were members of Waverley. Yeah. So he put us down when it, when it first came about. And so we'd go there a lot. Yeah. So it was pretty close. Here's one from. This is actually a bit interesting one from. Uh, here we go. From at uh, Delvis underscore the. On Twitter, strolling down the bathroom fixtures aisle of Bunny in South Oakley, I spotted a tall, fit-looking Jakey Carlisle. Mm. Had the old Snapchat out. Uh, pushing a pram with what I guess was his son in it while humming along to Van Morrison's brown-eyed girl. After a few minutes of decision-making, he went with a chrome double shower head system with easy slide rough <laughs> for adjustable height. Great detail there. Thank you, Elvis. <laughs> That's very kind of you. Hey, we talked about a little bit earlier. Uh, a few weeks ago about it was Christian from AFL Switzerland yes. who came and did a bit of a chat with us back in about April I suppose check yeah. out the archives of that one so here we got a little kind of um, international footballers in real life uh, this one is from from Sebastian Sebastian yeah and it says, uh, have traveling, uh, having travelled to Amsterdam back in April with my local footy club the Hamburg Dockers in brackets, yes, I'm doing very well for myself. And after listening to episode of The Christian from the AFL Switzerland a few weeks back, I realised that I had met an AFL Europe a footballer in real life as he was the guy I was actually playing on at the opening game of our tournament against the Winter Tour Lions. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, he talks about how it was a great day of entertainment. Uh, they have nice meat pies over in AFL Amsterdam. Yes, they were saying a better quality than the ones we have here. Because no. I guess they would almost be like homemade, wouldn't they? Because pies probably wouldn't be in mass production over there the way they are here. You'd reckon, yeah, they'd be kind of like... Um, like bakery like Bakery ones. pies, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah it, it wouldn't be too hard to make them better, better than the ones we have here, <laughs> let's, be, let's be honest. And unfortunately, there is no chicken salt at the AFL Europe competitions. Pretty disgusting. Here that, we go. that hurts. Here's a little, here, a little, uh, little tip, though. Uh, it should be noted that Jack Watts' famous... Weisenpulver is actually pronounced Vezen. Vezen. Vezen? Vezen. Yeah, Vezen. Okay. Vezen being the local Bavarian abbreviation for the reason Vezen. I think that might be the way you say it. I'm sure I fucked that up. Yeah, I don't reckon you The area like where October about. 1st is held each year. So we were going around. We, I mean, fucking junk time apology right here. We're talking yeah. around the same Weisenpulver yeah. when it should be Vezenpulver. Idiots. Yeah. 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 So egg on our that. face. Meat pie on our face. <laughs> what I found very interesting is he says here that uh, there's so many Dockers teams over in Europe and around the world because uh, Frio Dockers are one of the only teams who supply all their um, kits and footies to other clubs. Oh, that's cool of them. Yeah, yeah. that's a really good idea. I remember I played, when I played in the British League over there in 1998, 
Uh, we played the, I think the Sussex. No, that was Swans, I think. We uh, Bristol Dockers, I think we played. Okay. Yeah. And I remember going to, I had the ball and a bloke went to tackle me and he kind of bent over to do that classic kind of rugby tackle. And I, I thought, I'm about to fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that was the same for the Vietnam Swans, that uh, the Hanoi Swans that uh, Tom Libertoro played for. Oh yeah, yeah. If they yeah. got this stuff. So, yeah, so they he said they write to a lot of the teams. They don't write back to them, but the Dockers are very um, open and friendly. Ah, oh, good on them. Yeah. That's, a, that's a, a smart way to do it. Like, yeah, isn't know, it? Say Kilda and Porter get travelling over to China to play a whole game. Just send your bloody gear somewhere. And yeah, and you got people wearing it. That sends yeah. more questions. Yeah. yeah. What do they have to lose? Yeah. Like, why be stingy on that kind of stuff? Well, if St Kilda supplied a billion Saints jumpers when mm-hmm. they went over, if they took a mm-hmm. billion jumpers over there, yep. so every time you something was going on in China, mm-hmm. like, you know, a little kid wearing making an iPhone, he's wearing a Saints jumper. Yeah, yeah. How great. Yeah. You've got to get that involved. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> They're not thinking far enough ahead. <laughs> hey, uh, we're going to hit the road. Thank you very much, Paul Collegia. Guys, thanks for having me. That we, was fun. Yeah, Junk Time Apple Pod on Gmail, on Facebook, on Twitter, and the Gram. Gonna head off. Go Hawks. Go Blues. Thanks. the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.